The Ram is starting to say a Torah parakshishi, and the Ram is now discussing a new topic. It's interesting, this is brought on the Asadiya Torah. And the Chayyot is a different mitzvah. And once you see the mitzvahs which are brought in this in this parak, then you have to understand why the Ram put them here. And this is really the mitzvahs which this parak is talking about, the mitzvah of respect for Hashem's name. We know there's a mitzvah to respect Hashem's name, there's an Isra to erase Hashem's name or defile it in some way, as we're talking about in this parak. So it says, in Parak Shisha, you said it at Torah, it says, a person who would be ma'abed, who would erase, who would deface one of the names of Hashem, which is called, so that uh, we have learned from a passage that gets Malchus, you have to destroy their name, and what's the contrast? Oh, you should destroy Avodah Zarah, don't do that to Hashem. So you understand what it means is that that which a person would do for Avodah Zarah, which is to destroy it, a person can't do for Hashem. Now, what are you going to destroy about Hashem? So anything which would apply to is that when Hashem's name is written, which is a reference to Him, so to destroy that, what's written, that reference, would be a way of destroying what you call Shem Hashem. It's interesting that whenever the, Ramam, whenever the Gemara talks about the shame of Hashem, we talk about the shame of Sakadoshim. Hashem's name is Mishra Kodesh. The reason for that is because there are certain names, the, the halachi is, that they, we have to write in Bukdusha, which means with intention that it's a shame of Hashem. So therefore, when a person writes a Torah and he writes Yokevavke, they say, in mind, I'm writing Hashem's name. That intention to make this, to write it as Hashem's name, makes it Hashem Kodesh. Whereas the person's right in the word Yehuda and he left out the Dalit. So it comes out Hashem Hashem, it's not Kodesh. I wasn't trying to write Hashem Hashem, I made a mistake in a different word. So that's not a Shem Kodesh. Shem Kodesh is words were written to be Shem of Hashem, and therefore they have Kodesh. Which means, like anything which is Kodesh, it can't be erased, it can't be thrown away, it can't be treated with disrespect. What's interesting is Ram adds with Tahirim. It says, Hashem is Kodesh and Hatahirim. Where did he get that extra phrase from? Tar is something which is obviously Tar, pure. But that's not a usual title for Hashem's names. Um, normally we talk about Hashem HaKodesh, Hashem, which is because it's written by Kedusha, which means it's sanctified in the way it's written. But uh, where do we get this idea of Tahir? It's interesting. And what's the words are made in here? What's it, trying to, what's it, what's it coming to add for us? Which is an interesting question. Position later on, because we'll see what maybe, maybe a reason why I'm doing that. Okay, so that's, the, so that's the first halacha, that if a person is, is ma'abid, one of Hashem's names, so the halacha is, he gets Marcus. What are those names of Hashem, which are considered Kaddish, which are considered that are referring to Hashem, and a person can't erase them, as opposed to adjectives which describe Hashem, which aren't Kaddish. They could be they're used in the context that they're talking about Hashem, they aren't referring to Him as a name, they're referring to Him as an adjective. For example, Hagadol, Hagibor, Ranera. The one, the strong, the mighty, the powerful, the awe-inspiring, whatever name you're going to give. That's not a name, that's a, that's a title. And it's referring to Hashem by His title, which means the one who is a certain way. That's not the same thing as saying uh, a name which refers to Hashem Himself. And that's why that same deal of Kedusha doesn't apply to Hashem's titles, it only applies to Hashem's names. So with that introduction, what are the names of Hashem which have this Kedusha? And therefore, one can't treat disrespect or erase or do anything else to destroy. 
So the Gemara says in Shmuel, that's where I'm quoting, Meshiva Shemus, and there's seven names of Hashem which have Kedusha. The first one is Mephoshem Mephoshem, which is Hashem, Shenichtav Yudkei Vavkei, Mephoshem Mephoshem. The Ram didn't mean written like that. He meant just the first letter. So Yudkei Vavkei, just he wrote it out. So it's not to write Shem Hashem for nothing. So that's the first name of Hashem, Yudkei Vavkei. Oh yeah, Nechtav, Aleph. Is that Shema Mephoshem? That's what sometimes called Shema Mephoshem. It represents the Shema Mephoshem? It's the symbol of Shema Mephoshem, right. Um, what the, he says Hushem Mephoshem because um, that's the name which most, uh, should we say, the first Hashem directly, because the, the, as we know, the name Yudke Vavke is Haya Haya which means that Hashem exists. So it's more talking about a certain attribute Hashem has, it's rather than about Hashem himself. Hashem exists. Uh, the Shem first in the rest of English was something else. The Shem first in the English was, it was called either the Shem of 42 letters or the Shem of 72 letters, and uh, that's uh, obviously a name which is on a meant to mean something more profound and more spiritual, but uh, that's just a... Uh, we don't have those shamans ever written down anywhere in the, in the, in the Tarshim Ghassab that we can relate to them. But the, the, in the Tarshim Ghassab, the name of Hashem is normally Yerkei Vavke. I, and what's called Mephoresh, is because that's the name we're not allowed to say out of the Mesa Mekdash. So we say the, the name as it's Mephoresh, as it's uh, enunciated, as it's said out, that was the only verse in Megdash, and they could say the Shem as it's written. Everywhere else, it's, it's, even though it's written, you give up, okay, that's not the way it's pronounced. There are that's around the second name, Hashem means Sanechtav, Aleph Talad Nun Yud, the name of Hashem is the Adon, which means the Master, which is the name of Hashem we always use when we make prophets or when we daven. That's the second name of Hashem. Uh, the third name is Kel. Kel is the name that means that Hashem is powerful. Eloika, or Elohim, they're both. Uh, Different connotations, the same word, the God. So whether it's Eloika, uh, uh, which is in the concept of the God of something, or Elokim, which is the, the source of all power. The Akiya is also Shem Vashem. When Hashem says that himself, Moshe asks what's your name. He says, Akiya Shayakiya is also named Vashem. With Shakayut's focus. That's all ends of Hashem, and that's why the old names you can't pronounce or say for nothing, because that will also that'll be over in Israel, like we're going to see, of saying Hashem's name for nothing, so that's how we. When we pronounce any of these any of these words, we don't say it as Hashem's name. But it's only when they use in the context of Hashem's name. The the word Yudke Vavke is only ever used in the context of Hashem's name, never anything else. Whereas all the other ones Kimat are used in other contexts too. So for example, uh, we find times in the Torah when if a person is going to say my master to one person, so where the Torah that is Adani, my master. And if you say in the plural to my masters, like Abraham says to the Malachim, he wants to come to his tent, he says, no, my masters in the plural would be Adonai. But like that, it's not Hashem's name. Because you're not saying uh, Hashem who is the master, uh, you're saying my masters to people. By the way, that's why when a person says Shem Hashem, you should be careful not to say it with a patach. Because if he says it like I said before, Adonai, that means my master doesn't mean Hashem. So if, say, if that's when he pronounces the bracha, he's saying the wrong thing. When he's talking about Hashem as the master, it should be with a noi, the commentator, not a patach, because uh, it changes the meaning very much, uh, which is a common mistake of people who speak modern Hebrew make, because they, they pronounce the comment as a patach, so then it sounds like uh, with a nai, so there's noi, and it mean, doesn't mean Hashem. Okay, so that's uh, that, that name. Similar other names, the word kel can be talking about Hashem, 
the word El applies to lots of other things, it doesn't mean Hashem. Uh, it's just a way of saying something which is strong. It's uh, the same thing when it comes to Elohim. If you say it in reference to Hashem, we say Elohim. But Elohim means people who are powerful, Elohim means Dayanim, it means leaders. Like, foreign gods. Right, so it can be lots of things. Foreign gods, Elohim, Acherim. And there's not a reference to Hashem. And same thing, it's Focus. We talk about Hashem as the one who is in charge of all the the forces of the, of Shemaim, so we use pronounce it as Hashem's name Tzvakos. But the word Tzvakos as armies comes lots of times in Tanakh and doesn't refer to Hashem. It says like for example, Valayla, Hashem took the Tzvakos of Yisrael out of Mitzrayim, which means the armies of Tzvakos. It doesn't necessarily mean Hashem. And therefore these names could be referring to Hashem, and if they are, then they have the name of Hashem Bakayidesh. And if they're not, then they're just a word which could be used in representation, it could be used other things as well. So when a sulfur is writing secretary and he wrote, he writes, Hashem uh, Tzvakos, he has to have in mind he's writing Hashem's yes. name. Yes, that's what they're writing for Hashem Akhoidesh, because after in mind, I'm writing Hashem's name. And it could be, like I said, if he doesn't write it as Hashem's name, it's no good. He has to rewrite it. That's my of the government Hashem. Okay. It's not raising the whole world, the whole word. It's even one letter of the word you already get to Marcus. Because once you take one letter of the word, it's no, it's no longer Shem Hashem. Now something else. And then by raising one letter, it's no longer Hashem's name, and therefore it's already been over there. So. Which is why the big problem when it comes to correcting Sifri Torah is that they have a mistake with Shem Hashem. Because on the one hand, it's possible, it's not good. On the other hand, you can't erase anything because if you have the of erasing Hashem Hashem. So sometimes we're stuck. In other words, uh, we can't we can't erase Hashem Hashem. So there's nothing to do. Uh, so how do you correct that? How do you correct that? For example, sometimes the sefer writes Hashem's name in the wrong place. He meant it to be Hashem's name. That's condition. Now he writes, he writes it in the wrong place. What's he going to do about it? He can't change it. He can't erase it. So it could be the whole thing with the mechanism. That whole part of the bottom, the whole row, the whole page, because I can't, I can't correct it. What Sofim sometimes do, and that it depends obviously on the proficiency of the Sofim, or how thick the cloth is, is they can shave off a, a certain layer of thickness of the cloth. Interesting. They take off Shem Hashem with a very thin layer of bottom, they didn't break it. It's like they lift the whole word, and then there's enough uh, thickness still left in the bottom underneath it to write something else in this place. But I'm very careful with doing that because if it's going to break the letters when a person tries to do it, it's going to be over the issue of the race of Yimach Hashem Hashem. And we find this in other areas also. The issue of Yimach Hashem Hashem, and we'll talk about some of them, is if for whatever reason the person would write Hashem Hashem on something else, then you'll be able to erase it. So if it's the famous case in the Gemara, yes, for some reason the person wrote Hashem Hashem on their body. Oh, with intention? With intention. I don't know why they did that. But now the Gemara says that the Shachan hold, he can't, he can't wash himself. You can't go into a mikvah. Because if the water is going to erase the ink, then it's being wech Hashem Hashem. So then uh, you can't just be careful not to do that. Okay, that's the then of Hashem's name, like we said, in any of these contexts. That's the words of Hashem Hashem itself. Now the letters of Hashem Hashem itself. The next question is going to be, what about those words which uh, are used as a prefix or suffix to Hashem Hashem? And this year, lots and lots of times in Torah. Ba Hashem, La Hashem, Mi Hashem, Tu Hashem, From Hashem, For Hashem, whatever it's going to be. It's, it's a regular in the Torah that the suffixes are used 
bad Hashem or prefixes or suffixes on the way around as well. Ani Hashem Elekeichem or things like that. Uh, so when we have a word letters before or after Shem Hashem, what's the din of those letters? Can they be fixed or not? So again, this is the Gemara that I'm just quoting it, and the, the way that I'm passing the Gemara is called Hashem in the front of anything which is a prefix to Hashem's name as a kazi beforehand, because since it came before the Shem Hashem, so they didn't have Kedushas Hashem when it was written. So a person can erase it. of Any of those cases I can erase later before if I need to. But anything which comes after Shem Hashem, like we said, Lekeichem, going Kaf Shel Elekecho, Kaf Mem Shel Elekechem, Kiyetzibahem, Enemim Chokim, Bareim Kishar Oisis Shel Hashem, Bifnei Shashem Akachem. Since the, 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 the Hashem Hashem is written first, and they were written afterwards, then Kira, the Kedush of the word applies to them as well, and therefore those can't be erased, they have the same din of Kedush Hashem. And even though they Kaddish, and it says also to be Moichik them, but it says Rambam, Amoichik Elo Oisius and it follows, and the Leke Avamakas and Marcus Marcus. Since there's not a din deraisa, that the letters as the suffix Shem Hashem have the din of Shem Hashem, if a person would erase them, he won't get Marcus, but nevertheless, Midrabban will punish him because once we consider this part to be part of Hashem's name, so it's also to erase. So I'm going to give some examples. Because that's the name of Hashem in its own right. Either Yudkei is the name of Hashem, or Arab Namud kills the name of Hashem. Because it's the name of Hashem in its own right. What name is Yudkei? He wasn't one of the seven names he brought before. So says the Rambam, yeah, because not a name in its own right, it's a contraction of Shem Hashem, the Yudkei Vavke. So we just said the Yudkei, not the whole name. And that's where you hear the Rambam get it from. You got it from the Torah. And the Torah is talking about uh, Amalek. So it says that Hashem's name is incomplete until Amalek is destroyed. And then it just says Yudkei of Shem Hashem. So we see that that's a contraction for Shem Hashem. And that's for sure true. We see, maybe not so much in the Torah, but tens of times in the Navi and in Tehillim, that Hashem is referred to in a which means you're talking to Hashem. So it, it might, might not be a separate name of Hashem. It's not one of, mm-hmm. an eighth name. It's one of the seven because it's a contraction of Yudke Vavke. Now, because of this thing, so if a person writes a Yudrin Mahay, the MS is that it's not Shem Hashem. He's trying to write 15, so he writes Yud Hay for 15, that's not Shem Hashem. Uh, he didn't intend to be Kaddish, he didn't intend to stay Shem Hashem. Right, but we don't. But the Maya we don't because it looks like it. So then it's like a Chumrah. That uh, shouldn't look like a Shem Hashem, we don't do it. But if a person would, there wouldn't be any problem raising it because it didn't mean Shem Hashem, just like in a person's name. There are lots and lots of names in Hebrew which have either a prefix or a suffix of Hashem's name. Yeah. Um, Yehuda, like you said. Yehuda, Basia uh, is an example, and then all the names of Daniel, Raphael, Gabriel, there's uh, all of Hashem's name in them, the name Kel. Uh, so all these names, as it mutter to, I mean, best as Elio, there's two names in it. There's a Kel at the beginning and the UK in the middle. Uh, so in all these names, is it mutter to erase them, not erase them, 
can you say then? Of course you can. The first, there was no intention for Hashem. Hashem. There was no intention for Hashem. Even if the, the even the, that's what the context means. If someone's called Basia, we mean she's Baska, she's the daughter of Hashem. If someone's called uh, Rafael, we mean Hashem, kill should heal him. Whatever, whatever the other context might be. So you see a, a chidin, even though the name is intended as something of Hashem, but it wasn't intended to be referring to Hashem. It's referring to a person who you're giving that as a name to. And if you're giving a person that name, then it's not Shem Hashem. It doesn't have, it doesn't have condition. That's what the person is allowed to say, Eliyahu. He doesn't say my name is Keliyahu, or something like that, because it's not, it's not, it's not referring to Hashem's name. It's, it's a name which is the name of a person. It's not Hashem of Hashem. Um, whereas Yud Kai is a Shem of Hashem, but it's written in that context. Okay, so as we say, Ve'al ha'kosev shin dalet mishakal otsadi beis mitzvah kosev rezinimcha. Because there, it's not, we don't find ever the contractions of Shem Hashem. So we made it, it's only when we find that the contraction is used in Shem Hashem, Lakel, for example, or Yudkei, that we talk about them as also the Kedusha. Whereas when we find contractions of words which don't have any connotation of Shem Hashem, so it means nothing, it's not a word. So we made it the Indian of being more that. That's as far as Hashem's name is God. Then he says in Hey, Sharaki Noim, Shemeshakim Rakodesh Barakul, other titles of use for Hashem. Kagoin, Chanun, Verachum, He's merciful, Agod al Giver of Anera, His spirit is powerful, Hanemon is reliable, Kanem is avenges the terror, the Chazak is strong, creates for him, Haren Kashar, the Rakodesh, and Mutsunam Akhtar. Because these aren't names, these are titles. So a name is something which is, uh, is something which refers directly to Hashem. A title could be referring to him, it could be referring to other things too. But that's not the same condition. So why, what makes the difference between a name and a title? In other words, why would Svakos be a name? Why is it a title? Hashem is in charge of the civics of all the armies. So why, why is it not a title? Um, why is it a name? So we can answer in different ways. What's interesting to know though is that Arizal explains that uh, he takes all the names of Hashem and he explains exactly how they refer to Hashem in different capacities. Uh, as opposed to titles, which are just titles of Hashem, they refer to what Hashem is doing. They aren't referring to Him Himself. Okay. So that's, if you look at it from a Kabbalistic angle. Besides that, the names of Hashem are because they are as, as, the, as they're written in the Torah, uh, when they're written in the definite, they're talking about Hashem. Whereas other things which are midas, the Khan Virach and God even the context it means the one who is the most like that, which means again Hashem is the most great and the most gibber and the most neman and the most racham and the most everything else. So yeah, we're saying about Hashem it's a superlative. And as it's the most true by him, that uh, that's the case. But it doesn't become a name. It becomes a title which we're saying is Hashem it's the most it's the most uh, apt to talk about Hashem in that context. We were saying in the Shemarish we had Tov Shimcha. Right, so we don't say your name is Tov. Then we say that Hashem's name is, uh, you know, when we refer to Hashem's name is that He does good. But that, uh, you know, that it's not that now a new name of Hashem, it's the middle of Hashem. Mm-hmm. But Hashem does. Then we say, also, Tov doesn't become Hashem's name now that the person can't say it. Rather, it's a uh, it's, it's, uh, middle of Hashem to do Tov. It's middle of Hashem to do Tov.
Okay, that's the that's the din of what's called Hashem Hashem, what's not called Hashem Hashem. When is the Issa to be Meichik Hashem Hashem? If it's not Hashem, it's Mchakim. We said it's Malkut, otherwise not. And then Nachimintas also says when it can be pronounced, the way it's written, whether 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 it has to be pronounced differently because um, we don't we don't have to say Hashem Hashem for nothing either. So that's, that's the first the five is all one day. In other words, the Issa to be Meichik to resolve Hashem Hashem. And what we call are the, the shemes of Hashem. Now, what's interesting, like we said before, let's finish with this. The other shemes which aren't written in the Torah at all. So we talk about that in the economy, you know, the shemes and base, the 42 letters or 72 letters or whatever other names it might have been. There's all names written in the Torah. Does that mean that a person has to be careful not to be mochic them? For sure. They're definitely referring to Hashem as well. Names that are not written in the Torah. Even not in the Torah, but we know these names refer to Hashem himself. And of course, the same Yisrael would apply. The same Yisrael would apply. And if you explain why would they written in the Torah? Why would they written in the Torah? It's talking about two reasons. One reason is, is because it's talking about a certain level which in this, the Torah wasn't necessarily talking about. So then it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the way they were spoken about the Torah. Or the other reason is, it's simple, that the Torah talks about Hashem as just being the one in charge. Either as the other, as the master, or as the one who exists. But going into details of exactly which Koyach uh, Hashem is using, so that the Torah doesn't describe so much. Quick question, not related. Yeah. Um, 